eSports. It's the fastest growing sport in the world, according to Yahoo Finance. And ESPN predicts that eSports will have more viewership than every other professional sport in America besides football by 2021. And worldwide, ESPN predicts that eSports will have 495 million viewers by that same year. Even more, the world will have watched more than 11 billion hours of eSports by the end of this year. You're listening to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. My name is Sean Lulee, and today's episode, episode 5, Becoming an Esports Professional is much harder than you think it is. Sit back in your ESL-branded gaming chair, put on that flight-grade noise-canceling headset, and prepare that 240Hz monitor, because I will prove to you that becoming an esports pro takes more dedication than you think. Now, Quick disclaimer, most of this is my own opinion. There's absolutely no problem if you want to disagree with some of the things I say. That being said, obviously the first hard part about becoming an esports professional is the same with all other sports and it's pretty obvious. The dedication. If you want to go pro, you're going to have to dedicate a lot of time and effort into becoming a pro. And no, this doesn't just mean playing the game every day after school or every day after work. This means actually taking time out of your life just to focus on gaming and improve at the game that you're playing. According to Austin, a professional player in Rainbow Six Siege's Challenger League, there are five parts to most gamers' lives. A social life, work or school, time spent on social media or watching videos or shows on platforms such as Netflix and YouTube, the grind, and sleep. And in order to even have a chance at becoming a pro, and maximize the grind, you have to drop at least one of the other four things. But there's a catch. A really big one, too. You can't drop sleep. According to him, in order to become successful in anything you want to be successful in, you need to be able to get a good night's sleep every night. Also, work in school is pretty mandatory if you ask me. So, basically, if you want a chance at becoming a pro, you're going to have to either give up a social life or your time spent on social media. But that's only the basic stuff. There's a lot more to going pro than you think. On top of your commitment, you're going to have to make a name for yourself in the community. This is the only way you can show your skills to scouts. You can grind all you want, but if you have no evidence of your skill, no one's going to want to pick you up. Making a name for yourself is not as easy as you think it is, though especially if the scene that you're trying to get into is very saturated. To gain a following in tandem with the grind, you're going to also have to be able to stream or upload content on YouTube. But that doesn't just mean putting one over-edited montage that ends up being really cringy or streaming once at 144p with horrible audio quality. You're going to have to consistently upload or consistently stream. And that leads to the next point. The deal breaker for most people. Yep. That's right. You heard me. That $5 gaming mouse you bought off an off-brand seller in China isn't going to cut it. And no, that $200 laptop you bought on a clearance sale at Best Buy won't cut it either. In fact, those things can even put you at a competitive disadvantage. In the eyes of the pros, that 4000 DPI optical USB ergonomic pro gamer gaming metal plate mouse may as well be a $5 paperweight. Oh, right, and it looks like you paid 20 bucks for shipping, too. 
And yes, that's a real Amazon listing. Now, you're probably wondering, why can't I use that to be a pro? It literally has Pro Gamer in the name. Well, first of all, that mouse probably has large amounts of latency, which already gives you a huge disadvantage when your opponent's clicks and moves are being registered in one millisecond. Second of all, look at that thing. If that thing doesn't scream carpal tunnel to you, I don't know what will. Now, about that laptop, just build a PC already. Go listen to my other podcasts about AMD and Intel if you want some more inspiration to do that. Now that we've gotten all the no-brainer stuff out of the way, and you have your epic $150 wireless gaming mouse that you got from Razer that's spewing out Rainbow Unicorn Barf in sync with your RTX 2080 Ti and the RGB water block on top of your Core i9-9900K, we can get to the real stuff that makes becoming a pro gamer hard. First, is actually finding a team that is willing to pick you up. According to Rainbow Six Pro League caster Kickstar, there are many people who have the raw skill to become a pro, but they just don't know the right people. And knowing the right people is everything. Getting matched to an org is not as simple as playing the game and hoping an org reaches out to you. You have to be willing to go out of your way to get the org to know you. And most people just don't know the right people to do that. There are certain websites that can help you get linked up with smaller organizations. And that can definitely be a start. But you and I both know that most small orgs are pretty sketchy. Second, you need to be able to fulfill any role in the game that you play. A team won't pick you up just because your aim is good or just because you have good game sense. Most of the time, when a team is trying to pick up a player, it's to fulfill a niche role that was either not fulfilled before, or the player they had before that fulfilled that role left. A lot of the time, that role won't really fit in with your specific playstyle, and you need to be able to adapt and change and possibly even relearn the game in order to fulfill that niche role. Third is your ability to work with other people and your detailed orientation. Just like all other sports, you have to be a team player, but even more so. In gaming, each individual player has more effect on the match than an individual player does in traditional sports. What ends up happening a lot of the time is that people find it very easy to place the blame for certain mishaps on others. The last thing that pro teams want is a toxic player ruining the team's momentum and killing morale. On top of that, a majority of strategies in esports are extremely team-based and requires a lot of collaboration. Your ability to collaborate with other people is paramount. Also, your detailed orientation is very important too. In many games, attention to detail is extremely important. And even more so when thousands of dollars are at stake. But you not only have to notice minute details in the game, you also have to notice the minute details out of game too. Gaming teams are often really small, and oftentimes you have to spend hours and hours with the same people in very stressful situations requiring incredible cognitive focus. If you're doing this with the same people over and over again, you can start to get stagnant. It's really important to notice tiny changes in your teammates demeanor or the emotions they showed during your time together. This way, it can keep the team together and also keep toxicity to a minimum. Finally, last but not least, is your mentality. And I'm not talking about the way you choose to feel every time you start up the game. 
I'm talking about completely changing the way you perceive the game. The difficult part of this changing perception is the depth to which you have to understand the game. You must know everything about every map, everything about every character, everything about every weapon. You also have to view each in-game mechanic as what they are. Mechanics. Mechanics that you must learn to master, and mechanics that you must remember throughout your entire career. In the end, what this really all boils down to is the time and dedication. Or maybe, a better name for it is Time and Dedication Plus. Either way, the skills required to become an esports pro and the sacrifices needed to be made are not really for everyone. And this just touches the surface of the challenges the pros have to go through. There are many, many more that I couldn't include in this episode. Or I was just too lazy to. I'll let you decide that one. So really, the next time you hear at esports, please don't think of teenagers sitting in front of a screen eating Cheetos while playing video games. Because even though that's part of it, um, well, maybe not the Cheetos part, there's a lot more to it than just that. And that will wrap it up for today's episode. If you liked what you heard, please consider giving me a follow on Spotify. My socials will be linked in the description as always. Be sure to go check them out, even though I never post on them anyways. You've been listening to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. My name is Sean Mooley, signing off from Scott Center, wishing you a totally radical day. Thank you once again for listening. Peace, and stay safe from COVID-19. Like seriously, guys, this is not a joke. Use the time you have off to go pro.